It was required reading at the time, but it doesn't matter. Everybody else is like, what? Who is that? What is she doing? We're going water skiing. (laughs) Hey, readers. I'm Ann Bogle, and this is What Should I Read Next? Episode 235. Welcome to the show that's dedicated to answering the question that plagues every reader. What should I read next? We don't get bossy on the show. What we will do here is give you the information you need to choose your next read. Every week, we'll talk all things books and reading and do a little literary matchmaking with one guest. Readers, the 2020 Summer Reading Guide is out. This is my annual attempt to take the hundreds of books, thousands of books being published this season and whittle it down to a manageable list of 30 titles so you can more easily choose your next read. These are all books I've read cover to cover, and I chose them all with What Should I Read Next listeners in mind. And just like we do here on the podcast, I aim to give you the information you need to choose the books you think you'll love for your summer reading. Newsletter subscribers already got the guide by email. If you haven't gotten yours, sign up for our What Should I Read Next email newsletter by texting Summer Reading, one word, to 44222. We'll send you our weekly Tuesday email with information on that week's show, plus the same 311 we do in every episode. In each newsletter, I share three things I love, one thing I don't, and thoughts on what I'm currently reading. Plus, when you sign up, you'll get this year's Summer Reading Guide immediately. Just text Summer Reading to 44222. Today, we're continuing our celebration of summer reading with Zibby Owens, host of the podcast Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. I had the pleasure of visiting Zibby on her show a little while ago. You can check the show notes to get more information on how to listen. Those are at what should I read next podcast.com slash 235. Today, it's my turn to play hostess. Zibby joins me to talk about what we're both excited to read this summer, whether those books are brand new or quite old. Many of you will be happy to hear that Zibby is an avid reader of nonfiction and memoir, so get ready for a slew of summer-ready nonfiction recommendations for your TBR. Let's get to it. Zibby, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I had the pleasure of getting to record with you in person in Manhattan not that long ago for your show, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And thanks for returning the favor and coming on to What Should I Read Next? Thanks. It feels like a lifetime ago. But yes, I was delighted that we got to meet in person. Zibby, would you tell our listeners a little bit about what you do? Sure. First, I have a podcast called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, which you mentioned, which now during the pandemic, I'm releasing seven days a week new episodes. But prior to that, it was five episodes a week. So I have that, which I love. I also, prior to the pandemic, was doing a lot of live events at my house and in bookstores where I would get multiple authors together, interview them, and have groups come. I've replaced that now with a virtual book club and Instagram Lives daily with different authors so I can keep up the interviewing and the community aspect of what I do. I also am a writer, and I write articles for places like The Washington Post and Parents Magazine and wherever will take me. (laughs) And I'm a mom of four. So that's really my job. (laughs) Oh, full-time job these days. I want to start right off by talking about something controversial. When I was in your home recording your podcast, which is lovely, by the way, we've hosted What Should I Read Next in Modern Mrs. Darcy events. I mean, a limited number. I can count them on one hand in my home. And it just feels so different than meeting in a bookstore as lovely as they are, or definitely like a hotel ballroom someplace. So that was a joy. Thank you. But Zibby, you have these beautifully organized books that are displayed by color. 
And those are fighting words in some sectors of the literary internet. I had my books arranged by color for a long time. And honestly, the only reason I went back is I started having them in different rooms of the house. And I could remember where my red books were in one room, in another room, but I couldn't remember which red book was where. But they're just so beautiful. Would you give our listeners a vicarious glimpse into what those shelves are like and how you decided to go that route? Thatcher Wine, who wrote For the Love of Books, is the 